I do not want us to shift from this place. I have some words written down, but that's just so God can bring order out of chaos. Because my notes are chaos, if you... I asked this morning that we would do this service differently because it's not a message about the Holy Spirit today. It's just hosting His presence. So, people are going to get healed this morning. Peter, before he was filled with the Holy Spirit, denied Christ three times. Even though he loved Jesus and he was a pretty brave guy. After the baptism of the Holy Spirit, he stood before the same Sanhedrin and said, we will not stop talking about Jesus, even if you kill us, which was their plan. That's the baptism of the Holy Spirit. You guys can sit if you want. Today is about him. Uh, there's one one person saw a uh, like a fog. I think we'll call it a cloud here today. The place was filled this cloud of God's presence. Another person had a word, I see Jesus coming over a hill, and there is a crowd of people following him, and he says, I'm coming, I'm coming. And so Lloyd has a word as well. We're going to have him share, and then we're going to, but you just we want to preserve this presence. Bill Johnson said it like this one time, like the Holy Spirit descended upon Jesus as a dove in bodily form. I never saw that before. I thought it was like a light that was shaped like a dove. It said in bodily form, and it remained there. And Bill Johnson said this. He put the, this thing on his shoulder, and he said, if you had a dove, the Holy Spirit sitting on your shoulder, how would you walk? How would you move? Constantly thinking about the dove. Increase your presence, Lord. Yes, Lord, we just honor you. We honor you, Father. Yeah, as I was standing over there, I, I saw these lights and each one represented you. 
And as I saw the, these lights, they were like light bulbs being switched on, each of them being switched on. And I heard this, not by might, not by power, but by my spirit, says the Lord. And I just want us to just think about that. Not by might, not by power, but by my spirit, says the Lord. Just to breathe that in, to, re to release what God is doing in his presence here even now. That is a good part. Thank you, Lord. Huh. Just turn it up right now, Lord Jesus. There was people being healed during worship. There was people having broken hearts healed during worship. So I just ask you to go deeper, Father God, in, in the, the hearts, the, the, the broken hearts that are being healed this morning. Way. Thank you, Lord. I'd rather spend five minutes in his presence than have ten hours of good teaching. Paul said, I would rather speak, you know, five words with my mind than 10,000 in tongues. But Paul also said this, even though he was trying to bring order in a church that was kind of flipping out, he said, I speak tongue, in tongues more than you all. And then he went on to instruct them about a service. But what I got from it is this. Yes, we have order in the service and so forth. But they missed the part where he was saying, I speak in tongues more than you all. And he wrote 80% of the New Testament. <laughs> One man. It's pretty incredible. If he needed tongues so much that he spoke in tongues more than all, it is such a powerful and valuable gift And many of us have the gift of tongues, but don't use it a lot. It's really, how do I say this? It's awesome to spend hours in tongues. And the weight of God's glory can come in your bedroom as strong or stronger than you have ever experienced in the church. And you can bring that to church. That's, is that a good deal? Is that a good idea? It's available. It's available. He draws us by cords of love. Right? There's no you should. Don't that spirit's not in the room, okay? 
I'm not going to should on you. Okay? He's so beautiful. He's so attractive. That's, that it's, he draws us. But I just want to impart and release that. Agreeing together, identifying it, speaking those words in the name of Jesus Christ, Lord God, take us there. Take us there, Lord. The whole purpose or idea for today was that if I speak about him enough, he'll just show up. That's all it is. I've noticed it. You ever notice you're just sitting around someone's living room and you might be doing something different, and all of a sudden the focus just gets on the Holy Spirit or on Jesus, and you've just been speaking about him for five or ten minutes. All of a sudden, hey, guys, do you, do you feel that? Yeah. Does that feel good? Oh, yeah. All they're doing is talking about him, and he shows up. So we could talk about the weather. We could talk about our problems, our careers, our jobs, all these things. But when we just talk about him, him comes. Him comes. Well, like it, I don't have to say a word right now. Just turn it up, Lord. Just increase your presence right now. Okay, so what's this Holy Spirit like? To be filled with the Holy Spirit, to have Him come and make His home in you, the place where He longs to spend all of His time. What's He like? Well, the first mention of the Spirit of God is brooding over the face of the deep. Genesis 1-2. Now, the text, you know, the, the wording is actually moving or hovering. And uh, so it's not as accurate as the translation to say brooding, but I like brooding. The Holy Spirit was brooding over the face of the deep like a dove or a bird would brood over its eggs. It's a really, really similar picture. Because the earth was void and without form. A ball of water and mud and elements and darkness over the face of the deep. So when, uh, when any life is conceived, whether it's in a human being or whether it's in a bird or whatever it is, first, there's just this little tiny spark. It's almost invisible to the human eye what's, what exists there. Now, in a bird, it's interesting because it forms an egg, and then the egg comes out. It's so incredible that this hard enamel-type shell is formed inside this bird and pops out. But when it pops out, 
it is still liquid inside. It is like mush. Like there is nothing there. Nothing, just yuck. But the bird broods. I believe the Holy Spirit was brooding over the face of the deep, meaning loving, compassion, nurturing, desiring good things to come from this thing. And the, God, and the Father said, let there be light. It's the same as conception. You know, there's a spark of light at conception. There's an energy, a little spark. Because of the brooding, the plan was already developed, and the Father spoke. And what happened? What happened? Jonathan Puddle often puts it this, you know, beautiful ball clothed in this glorious blue or emerald color. And but there's fish. There's creatures all over the earth. There's birds in the air. There's trees. It is the most, this most beautiful thing came forth from a ball of mud because the Holy Spirit was there. We're made of mud. But there's something beautiful there. There's something beautiful there because the Holy Spirit was brooding over you before you were conceived. You came forth by the will of God to be His own. Okay, so what else is the Holy Spirit like? You know, He's life-giving, obviously. We're anointed with the Holy Spirit. And this is, this is the word in Isaiah that Jesus also quoted later and said, he stood up and he read the scroll in the temple and he said, I'm here to do this. Isaiah 61.1, he has anointed me to bring good news to the afflicted. He has sent me to bind up the brokenhearted, to proclaim liberty to the captives and freedom to the prisoners. Luke 4.18 says the same thing, the Spirit of the Lord is upon me, where Jesus stood up in the temple and, and read that. He's all about healing. He's all about nurturing. He's all about love. But he's also about power. He's about power. Power and authority are two very separate things, but they need each other. Every time God did something amazing with Israel, or in the earth, basically, it was a demonstration of power. Paul said, I don't come to you with eloquent words, but with a demonstration of power. Anybody can speak. But we want to see people healed. We want to see people set free. We want to see people come into 
dominion. That's the plan. The plan is that the KW region would receive her Savior via KW Catch the Fire. We have a job to do. It's dominion of the Kitchener-Waterloo region that this church and his body, but we have to do with what we have to do. So he wants to renew our minds. He wants to empower us. He wants us to walk in authority and power because dominion, like... One person can bring dominion, but it's an it's a oppressive thing. But with Jesus Christ, when he brings dominion, it's deliverance. It's freedom. It's healing. It's everything that people need. People that are in darkness need that light. People that are in darkness think good is bad, and bad is good. They need the Holy Spirit, and he's given him freely to all of us. 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 Just come even now. Just increase your presence more, Father God. Increase your presence, Holy Spirit. That's what we need. As Paul said, not eloquent words, but a demonstration of power. Ah. King David knew the Holy Spirit in such a way that he cried out, Don't take your Holy Spirit from me. You know, he was a New Testament guy in an Old Testament, you know, time. He was a pretty amazing guy. He blew it like we all do. But his passion for Jesus, his passion for God was so amazing. Do you know that Jesus Christ needed the Holy Spirit? First of all, if it wasn't for the Holy Spirit, there'd be no Jesus Christ. There would be Jesus Christ eternally that took on flesh. But the man, Jesus, was conceived in the womb by Holy Spirit. The same Holy Spirit that was brooding over the face of the deep. He was conceived in the womb by the Holy Spirit. He lived a sinless life by the Holy Spirit. He had the power to endure the cross by the Holy Spirit. And he was raised from the dead by the Holy Spirit. That's our Savior, Jesus Christ. He needed the Holy Spirit. He loved the Holy Spirit. He longed for the Holy Spirit. He preferred the Holy Spirit. He was filled with the Holy Spirit. And he even got baptized in the Holy Spirit. Jesus got baptized in water and the Spirit came on him like a dove, drove him into the wilderness to be tested to put on the boxing gloves, to get the job done. Do you know, this is just a, an aside, do you know Jesus wasn't in the wilderness hanging out for 40 days and then entered into a battle? Did you know that? Did you know he was in a 40-day battle? Scripture's real clear on it. And one place it says that he was 40 days in the wilderness with the angels and the wild beasts. Well, I can understand why you would tell me angels, but I'm assuming if he's in the wilderness, there's wild animals. You know what the wild beasts, you know what that word is translated every other place in Scripture? Demons. 
Jesus spent 40 days battling demons and being ministered to by angels before he took on the big guy. And he made, he made toast of him real quick. That's the Holy Spirit that's available to us. I want to magnify the Holy Spirit in our eyes. I want to magnify the Holy Spirit in our mind. I want to magnify the Holy Spirit in our hearts. I want to magnify the Holy Spirit in our lives. I want us to be so filled with the Holy Spirit of God that we get used to the power that's available to us. I have a little testimony for you. Something amazing happened this week. My brother has a, a daughter and a son. The daughter's married and has two little girls. The oldest girl, Lexi, was rushed to the hospital Friday night. Is it Friday night? It's this weekend. I'm too spaced out to figure. Hey? Friday morning. Yeah, yeah. No, she went Friday night. I got a call at 6.30 in the morning. My brother, Blake. He's trying to tell me what's happened, but he's in tears. My little niece, she's uh, early high school age. She has asthma. She's in critical condition in McMaster from an the night before. The doctors said, you can expect the worst, which means death. The doctors said, When she was with the doctors in her hometown, they went with, in, with her in the ambulance to McMaster. They wouldn't leave her for a minute. The doctors at McMaster University said, it's a very real possibility that she'll die tonight. And if not, she'll be in this place, in this state for 10 months. Prophets of doom. <laughs> or is it just dumb? Prophets of dumb, I think. So anyway, my brother's not a believer. But he called me. I said, we're going to get up and pray. He said, I know you will. Yeah. Kari and I prayed for about an hour and a half, at least an hour and a half. And, you know, so all kinds of thoughts about the courtrooms of heaven, you know, believe what you want, doesn't bother me. We went there, and I asked to see the prosecutor's file. I want to know what legal right the enemy's got against my niece. She's not a believer. Her parents aren't believers. My brother's not a believer, but I'm a believer. I have dominion in the earth through Jesus Christ. We exercised our dominion. We found out what was in the the accuser's file. We went on behalf of her ancestors on her father's side. We undid the stuff. We asked forgiveness. We brought the stuff before the Lord. 10 o'clock, she woke up and asked for her cell phone to call her friends. The doctors have no clue. There's nothing like this has ever happened before. Yeah, come on. An hour and a half later, my brother phones me. He tells me what happened. He knows it's God. She went on Facebook, the mom, and she said, you know, she's such a tough little fighter. 
you know, and we thank God for the paramedics and the doctors and everybody else. But Jesus Christ raised her up. That's a day in the life. That's just a day in the life of a born-again, Spirit-filled, Holy Spirit-baptized Christian. That's normal. We just, you know, we just have to learn, right? We, 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 got, we got our hands on some tools. It was just, I know you guys all love the Lord the same way. You have the same Holy Spirit. We got our hands on some tools on how to, uh, what ancestral things do and, you, you know, being able to see into the prosecutor's file and stuff. There's a few little tricks, but you can learn them. <laughs> we can all do this stuff. Um, this was years ago, but my daughter, she went and got her ear pierced and uh, went swimming before she should have. She got an infection. I mean... She got an infection. It was demonic. I mean, it was bad, bad, bad. She goes to the hospital. Like, her ear is purple and yellow and swollen up and in a lot of pain. She goes to the hospital. They cut her open, try to keep this thing open with little sponge wedges and stuff. It doesn't work. They made appointments for her for Monday. They were supposed to pass the paper on to this clinic. Didn't do it. We didn't get a call Monday. Didn't get a call Tuesday or Wednesday. Finally, you know, we get this thing all sorted out. They go in there. They cut her open. They put wedges in to keep draining if they can. It won't drain. She's on antibiotics. This goes on for a week or more. Take her to the specialist. He freaks out. They gave her the wrong antibiotics. She's walking around with this big ear in a lot of pain, being cut open to try and drain it, and it won't drain. So Kari and I are in Guelph, and I, this holy indignation came over me. I said, no more. I command the ear to burst open now in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. At that very minute, my, we were at Starbucks parking lot. That very moment in time, my daughter pulled into a Starbucks parking lot in Cambridge. And her ear burst open, and she went in to get napkins, embarrassed, because this stuff was all running down the side of her neck. A wonderful, gory mess for Jesus. Healed. Dominion. Now, I only get flashes of it. It happens to me once in a while. Like I said, the this, this spirit of indignation came on me. That's God. I'm not special. I know you know that. <laughs> oh, Lord God. But it's not going to happen without a baptism in the Holy Spirit. Paul... I'd go to my notes, but they're so confusing. <laughs> I mean, I made them, so, you know, so I know they're confusing. So, um, I don't do well with logic and uh, all kinds of stuff, but 
Where was I? Being a fool for Jesus. <laughs> oh, Lord. Yeah. Jesus was pretty excited about the Holy Spirit. I don't know where I was going, but we'll just keep going. Different directions, okay. Yeah. That should help. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yes, the baptism of the Holy Spirit. Jesus knew we needed it. Jesus knew we needed it so bad, he told his disciples. I mean, get this. You're living with Jesus Christ. You're living with Jesus Christ for three years, right? Going town to town, seeing like just crowds all delivered at once and miracles and signs and wonders. And he said, you guys are better off if I leave. He's like, what? Yeah, because what I got, when I go, you're going to get it. You know? They went out by 12s and 70, and everywhere they went, people were healed, people were, demons were cast out and all that stuff, but they weren't baptized in the Holy Spirit. They were on a mission, and Jesus put the anointing on them for that job. They didn't, come, they, they didn't do that all the time when they came back. It was a specific job. He put the anointing on them to do that task. But now they were going to be filled with the Holy Spirit, and it was just, all heaven was going to break loose. Kitchener-Waterloo region needs us. They need us. There's a spot to fill for every one of us. An exact spot to fill. Life will not remain the way it's been. What's been normal is history. God's coming. He's coming in power. And He's going to smash into the church. Okay, so we got to get some people healed and filled with the Holy Spirit. Um, it starts looking at the clock here. It's like, no time for the rest of the message. Say <laughs> la vie. Yeah. Okay, if you've got pain in your body, you come on up on this side. And if you have, uh, if you want to be healed, if you have pain in your body, come on, line up up here. And... Um, if you have not been baptized in the Holy Spirit and speaking in a new language, uh, come up here. And if you're not convinced yet that you really want that, I'll go back to my notes. Bless you, Jesus. What are we doing? Are we facing each other? Is there, is there? Oh yeah, that works. We can, we can, you know. Looks like a fire tunnel. Yeah, we should do that, eh? We should do a fire tunnel today.
Yeah, come on. All right. Wow, that's a lot of people with pain in your bodies. Okay. Come Holy Spirit. <laughs> come Holy Spirit. Bless you, Father. Okay, we can have some ministry team people come up. Now, I'm going to ask something specific of ministry team people today. Um, don't talk. I'm not being rude. Um, don't prophesy and, and pray loud. What I want you to do is to stand in front of the person or behind and uh, to bless what Jesus Christ is doing. Bless what the Holy Spirit is doing. Come into agreement with what the Holy Spirit is doing. Especially in, in uh, inner healing stuff or emotional stuff, the people need to be hearing Jesus. And sometimes we're trying to prophesy and Jesus is trying to talk to them directly in their own heart. So we'll just do that. Okay. So Milton, where's your pain? Just this morning it came on you? Yesterday? Oh, okay. Bless your Father. Bless your Father. Just bring release your healing, Lord God. In the name of Jesus, thank you, Father. Pop. Let me know if you feel any difference. Not yet. That's good. The truth works. Bless your Father. Oh, Lord God, you're the one. You can do this, Lord. bring complete healing. You said that they that believe would lay hands on the sick and they will recover. So it's faith in you, not faith in healing, not faith in us. Lord God, I thank you for that now in Jesus' name. Thank you for that. Where's your pain? This has been a long time? Yeah? Oh, wow. Just come right now, Father God, in the name of Jesus. Come now, Holy Spirit, to bring your, your healing power and virtue in Jesus' name. Bring your healing power and virtue in Jesus' name. Here we go. Here we go. Whoa, thank you, Lord. More, just more, Lord. Whoa. Can you do some things that would normally cause you pain? It's just always there? Is, is there any difference at all? It's gone? The pain's gone? Woohoo! Thank you, Jesus. You are so good. You are so faithful, Father. Holy, holy Lord God. It's interesting. I was watching, and this muscles were spasming there. It's going again. Joshua, what's up? Pain in the back. 
and your knees. Is this last time too when you were up here? Hey? Comes and goes. Well, we'll tell it to go. <laughs> Thank you, Father God. In the knees, Lord, and in the back. Okay, Josh, do something that would cause you pain before. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it still hurts. Yeah, yeah. Is there any relief at all? Feel heat? Is there like 1%? I'll take 1%. 2% healed? Okay, see, God, when God starts something, He's willing to finish it. So I, you know, sometimes when you ask people about the pain, is there still pain? Like, is, is there any improvement? Instead of telling you, yes, there's improvement, they'll say, well, it's still there. Or it's still mostly there. Like, I want to focus, if God healed you 1%, took away the pain. Let's focus on the 1% because it can grow. Rather than give glory to the devil for what's still there. Be healed. 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 In Jesus' name. So if you guys, ministry team, you are laying hands, right? Yeah, good. Thank you, Father. They believe. Your stuff's all gone. Thank you, Lord God. You are good God. You said you would do this, and you're doing it. We need this. We need to believe God. We need to just step out and expect Him to come and do what He said because He's the Spirit of truth, not the Spirit of let me down. Come, Holy Spirit, just more. More of your power, Lord God, in Jesus' name. No more sickness. No more disease. It doesn't belong in this house. I rebuke you in the name of Jesus Christ. Leave this body, the temple of the Holy Spirit, washed in the blood of Jesus Christ. Let healing come, Lord God. More healing, Lord God. More healing. Pain go in Jesus' name. Pain, you're, in a, you're not welcome. We rebuke you in the name of Jesus Christ. I command you to go to the stripes in his back. He paid for this healing. Jesus paid for this healing. You know, Jesus Christ was sentenced twice. As a, he was sentenced twice. The first time Jesus was sentenced was to be flogged, to have the flesh ripped off his back for your healing. When that was done, he went back and was sentenced to the cross to, to go to death for your eternal life and to give you the Holy Spirit. So the stripes in his back, he didn't have a few hours to kill. It was preordained by God that he would have the flesh ripped off his back for your healing. It's an exchange. The price has been paid. It's done. Thank you, Father God. We command pain to go in the name of Jesus Christ. Thank you, Father God. How's it going? You feeling heat? There was pain in the ear before? And how much is, is there improvement as far as pain goes? 5%? Well, we, that's too little. <laughs> Thank you, Lord. Way, Father. You are good, Lord God. You're so good. You're so good. Joshua, what's going on? You got a cold press on your back. That's probably Andy's hand. That's right. Come on. Go, Jesus. Okay. Hey, sweetheart. Where's your pain? Shoulder pain. Come, Lord God. Come in Jesus' name, Father.
Shai kalakaya shaka. Shak nahata wateo watala kashoko. Oria daba shaka lakana heto. Shijiadabasalakam. More, Lord. Way, your presence is so all over you right now. Thank you, Jesus. The burden is removed. Take off the burdens. We, we break that burden, that false yoke off of you right now in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. We break that yoke off. Something that was sent to weigh you down and cause pain. We command pain to go now. You're in the wrong place. Go in the name of Jesus Christ. Thank you, Lord God. We got a lot of people to get through, eh? Shakalakashahena. I'm stuck now. Okay. Sharukata. Is there any improvement, Sudi? Good, good. More, Lord. Just keep, just bring these things to completion, Father. In the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. Thank you, Lord God. You're so good. Walakasala. Hi, Hunter. What's going on? A lot of joint pain and back pain. It's already getting ready. Better. Thank you, Jesus. We had one lady the last time we did this. She was 75% healed of her pain by the time she got to the front. Thank you, God. You are so good. You are good. You are good. You are good. You are good, Lord God. Moriada bashakala. Pain go in Jesus' name. Hi, Jane. Give me a hug. Okay, where's the pain? Mm. Okay. Mm. Woo. Okay. Oh, na shaklana. Diabetes. Is that what you said? It's in your body? We command us to leave your body. Father, with the blood of Jesus, let this cleansing take place. You said you would cleanse us of all unrighteousness. Father God, diabetes is unrighteous. We command diabetes to be removed in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth. You must go. There's a stripe in Jesus' back that paid for all diabetes. One stripe. That spirit's got to go in Jesus' name. La Saila Kala Kashaka. Hey, Woody. What do you want? You want the full meal deal? Pull up to the next window. Okay, so the, it's, the, it's the arthritis thing or sciatica? Misophonia. Oh. Well, we'll make that one go first, okay? We'll work on it. Misophonia. Misophonia. Sounds like a phony thing. Oh, just command that to, is it with your ears? Let it come, Father God. Let your healing come, Lord God. Father, in Jesus' name. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah. Good idea. So, um, yeah, those, those that are ministering uh, do the very same thing. Um, you know, asking people where the pain is and if it's improved and so forth because it's God that's doing this. And then if anybody else needs to, uh, you know, pack up uh, gear or whatever else, don't let us get in your way. <laughs>